Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Chase. I'm Lena. And welcome to Ghostlight. Welcome. It's our first episode. I'm our so excited. Our very first episode. Very, very exciting. Celebrating with a little glass of wine. Vino. Vino. What's the um, wine called again? It is called Haven's Court. Uh, it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. um lena did buy this for both of us which is very sweet um we are recording over zoom right now because of quarantine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's fun Mm -hmm. how's your day been (laughs) it's been good it's been good a lot of like prep for this as we get started but honestly just doing it doing it (laughs) i got my hat on (laughs) i got my wine Uh in my hand and i'm ready to go how's your day Mm -hmm. been it's been good um good i saw you this morning so we did see each other <laughs> and that is probably gonna be a very common thing yeah. us checking in and being like oh, it's been about like mm, an hour um but, but yeah i love this i love this microphone i feel like i'm on npr um i'm corva coleman <laughs> isn't that her name isn't that her name on the the the, the uh so. is it not is it i think sounds familiar i don't know during the impeachment trials though mama i was all over that those uh god what were those called? Those like Power Hour NPRs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is Power Hour a bad... Is that an inappropriate term? No. Why? I don't know. I, I thought know, it was I listen to The Daily. Please listen to The Daily. Um, it's educational. Not sponsored. It's a podcast. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but wait, I was going to bring up... Yes, the mics. The mics are so nice. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lena and I have talked many times about how it's oddly comforting to hear yourself back through such a high quality instrument i um i don't know if it's just the vanity of me but i mean no 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 it's not i mean like i literally (laughs) hate the sound of my own voice but something about hearing it live fed back to me feels Mm -hmm. like a warm hug sexy a warm hug yeah and yeah sexy is fine sexy is fine i would accept that i was thinking yeah go go ahead (laughs) please go ahead no i was thinking more like uh like a uh it's just a warm hug like yeah, an no, I agree. Hug. Or like um, a nice glass of Haven's Court <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon, also not, not sponsored. sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Okay, well, in today's episode, which was prepared by our very own Leah Husky, we are covering the newly named Nederlander Theater here in Chicago, a very local close to home close to the vest right hits at the heart theater mm-hmm. have you it. been to the nederlander, ne- no. nederlander theater you have no i literally haven't been <laughs> okay incredible right across the street from it so great kind of well shocking yeah that I haven't. yeah you get a little bit of credit for that um i've been once so i can't really speak a mean game on that but i did see cats no i Oh, I saw cats, cats there. there, and I think I think that really sets I think that really sets up what this episode's going to be. The fact that you've never been there, and the fact that the only time I've been there is <laughs> the Broadway production, the Broadway tour of Cats, which you love, by the way. Okay, Mama, I'm not listen. <laughs> I'm not going to throw stones because Cats is incredible. I mean, Cats is so so. I actually, I, I actually, after I saw the the movie version of it, I, I, om- I got really emotional, and I actually thought that like, I just got sad because like it's a fun musical. It's like, not normal, 
like it's definitely mm-hmm, not typical mm-hmm. but yeah. um but it's great and the musical is great and the to see what the movie did with it it was pretty disappointing because yeah. so many people are uh, are writing it off as a joke and it is a joke but it's a joke that that's funny it's not a joke that's not funny yeah like like everyone is in on the joke <laughs> yes every cat yeah. from grizabella to <laughs> every, every jellical cat to rum tum tugger to rum tucker no tucker tucker, tucker. tucker. <laughs> rum tum <laughs> tucker must die bitch <laughs> <laughs> bitch rum tum tucker must die oh my Rum-tum god john tucker. tucker must die did you i never okay of Should course i've seen theater? it i saw no, that more I have, recent no i'm saying i haven't seen it oh, oh, oh. but wait okay, i have a well, question you should see it even though is I don't okay it up. <laughs> yeah it's probably not as appropriate um <laughs> yeah. in 2020 um i have a question is the mm-hmm. the man that plays john tucker i only remember like photos uh, like photos from the movie like the movie posters is that the man who plays uh desperate housewives the boyfriend of john the gardener Hmm. who like has an affair with oh yes yeah that's him right with ava longoria yes is that yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i'm just saying there's a reason i I remember that face i mean they put him on the posters and my little gay ass was like (laughs) i I will remember this face yeah no um, i don't know his name but i think that is him yeah well he's great um i've seen yeah, pictures of, i'm oh, we don't have to this isn't what's this we, this isn't i'm his gonna podcast. look up his name is that okay yeah that's okay just so like I, the world knows i think that the world should know the world should know his name and moreover the world should know that he's actually like a gorgeous dad with like <gasps> tattoo sleeves and is just like this like great wait. guy oh my god I didn't know what's that. his name i don't know wait okay jesse oh jesse metcalf you say that, that like name. it's obvious. You I know like, Metcalf because of Lori Metcalf, and you know Jesse because that's a common name. <laughs> dead ass, dead ass girl. You do not know Jesse Metcalf. Oh, that is funny. <sighs> well, anyway, Jesse Metcalf, we applaud your performance in Desperate Housewives. We applaud all of Desperate Housewives. That show, thick and yeah. thin, love, mm-hmm, thick and mm-hmm. thin. Um. Okay, great. Should, Should we, we get into it? Yeah. Let's talk, let's, talk about, <laughs> let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Mm-hmm. The James N. Nederlander Theater. M. What'd I say? N. <laughs> the James... Off to a roaring start. The James <laughs> M. Nederlander Theater is a newly renovated, opulent, vaudeville-style venue <laughs> that fits right in with the likes of the Chicago Theater, CIBC Theater, and Palace Theater in the Chicago Loops Theater District. Looking at it today, you'd never guess the dark history behind the theater and the dark entities that may remain. Mm, I love the word entities. It's a strong choice. Leah, Leah, wonderful writing. Wonderful, good choice. Okay. 24 West Randolph started as the Iroquois Theater. It opened in 1903. It was built in a Renaissance style, was highly luxurious, and deemed completely fireproof. Chicago's building commissioner and fire inspector looked over the theater in November 1903 and declared that it was, quote unquote, fireproof beyond all doubt. (laughs) Uh, At the same time, however, the editor, (laughs) foreshadowing, at the same time, however, the editor of Fireproof Magazine, Leah writes, yes, that was, there was actually a magazine called Fireproof Magazine. Which is so great. Like, did they just, did they just like go around and assess like fire? safety in different buildings i will say this if any city was to do that it was chicago. yeah you're right it was chicago it would i would i would i would not be surprised if that was still in print 
Should we like? I know. I was gonna say, should we revive it if it's not? <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be our our side hustle. <laughs> um, okay, great. So the editor, of Fireproof Magazine, also inspected the Iroquois theater and wrote a scathing editorial about its fire dangers pointing out that there was a great deal of wood trim no fire alarm and no sprinkler system over the stage um there's a lot of red there's a lot of red flags here um i have to say though right off the bat there's a big titanic energy around this like Mm -hmm. unsinkable ship what Mm -hmm. happens fireproof theater what's gonna happen yeah what's gonna happen also i mean but it tracks because theaters like used to have freaking candles for lights gas, and, and gaslight in the front. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So on December 30th, 1903, during a matinee performance of Mr. Bluebeard starring Eddie Foy with Wait, two. Th- what? First of all, Bluebeard. The word like, of You've course, it's during Blackbeard. Bluebeard. You've heard of Blackbeard. You've heard of Redbeard. <laughs> Get ready for Mr. Bluebeard starring Eddie Foy. Ew. Did you know Bluebeard the story? No, do you? Yeah, it's this. Oh, you story. actually know that. You actually yes. know what this is. Well, I don't know, like Mister Bluebeard the play, but <laughs> Bluebeard the story is this man that kills all his wives. So I feel like okay. the goddess above was like, we're gonna. Yeah, honest, gonna honestly, this, goddess, goddess said, <laughs> goddess said, you will never perform this play again. Um, anyway, okay, great. Continue. There were two thousand patrons in attendance that night. Um. And on December 30th, the spotlight operator noticed that one of the calcium lights seemed to have sparked a fire backstage. The stage manager had gone into the audience to watch the show. First of all, do your job. Second of all, the stage hands had gone out for a drink (laughs) during the show. (laughs) And the fire spread quickly among the wooden stage props and oily rags kept in the cluttered backstage area. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like practicum at Chapman University. (laughs) (laughs) drag her slay her um no i will say um it is yeah it is ayatsi would have a field day Mm -hmm, i mean they mm -hmm. would they would come yeah yeah this is bad and also leah writes my theater teachers would never allow this and i agree even though i just dragged her alma mater it's not true (laughs) so once the actors caught on to the fire that um started backstage they scattered backstage and were most of them were able to escape foy tried to calm the audience telling them to stay seated and quote well, I, don't, I don't know if this is an accurate quote but this is what lee wrote don't worry an, an asbestos curtain will be lowered to confine the fire the curtain <gasps> would then not come down and as leo writes it was made of paper so <laughs> that would not have helped either way nice going ed we i don't know how you make a a uh, curtain out of paper, A. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you think it's fireproof. And I don't know yeah, what wait, else to what? say, honestly. That's it's 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 not only disappointing, but it comes to a point where if it if not so many people have lo- had lost their lives, it would be one of the funniest things. I mean, it would be like watching one yeah. of those YouTube compilations of like Broadway theater fails. I mean, it's that epic proportion of like a <laughs> you know, the amount of um red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All the lights went out and panic ensued, obviously. The ushers fled immediately, forgetting to open the emergency exit doors, which were locked. (laughs) There were stampedes near the open exits. And when the back door was opened, it caused a shift of air that sent a literal fireball (gasps) roaring through the backstage area. Further slowing the exiting process, the few emergency doors that were able to open 
uh, were, uh, were at least four feet above the sidewalk. There were no fire escapes, no ladders to assist those in the balconies, and many took their chances and just jumped. Workmen in the next-door Northwestern University building attempted to bridge the gap between the buildings with planks and ladders. And I think this, I think this is right above the, the alley, the like alley. right above the yeah. alley. So this is like between <laughs> the two buildings. And mm-hmm. so they, they attempted to bridge the gap between the buildings with planks and ladders. And the first to attempt the treacherous journey fell to their death. Oh, fell to their death. Multiple it's like Princess in the alley Bra- below. No, not Princess Bride. Princess, Little Princess. When she has to cr- What's little run, princess? go across the board in the... Um, it's about that girl who like her dad's in World War One, and she like goes to this like mean ladies boarding house. Okay. <laughs> and he like is this put- something everyone watched, or is this something? Yes, you- literally. You yes, no, 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 no. This is like a classic, The Little okay. Princess. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of her. I've heard of her. Yeah, heard mm-hmm. of her. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, the first to attempt the treacherous journey fell to their deaths in the alley below, with a fortunate few being saved. Others were trampled among desperate escapes, but most died trapped in the flames. All in all, the tragedy killed 600 people, about 200 Mm. of which were children. (gasps) To this day, it remains the deadliest theater fire in U.S. history and claimed twice as many lives as the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Now, if that's not a staggering statistic. That's wild, yeah. Like... Yeah, I know, the Chicago we're, I know fire, we were like, laughing earlier, but it, it is no yeah, longer no, funny. That is no, no, no. That is wild. No, because the Chicago fire, like, yeah, like, dist- like, raised the city, like, destroyed everything. Literally. And yet, it was half the amount of deaths as there were with the yeah, Iroquois cause theater. Everyone, yeah. Because everyone got locked inside. Yes. Yeah. And right? we'll, we'll get. Yeah. Yes. I, I actually went on. Oh, a tour was that a spoiler? No, it's not a spoiler at all. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, we just said it. Like people oh. got tra- <laughs> trapped, and trapped in the flames, Lena. Uh, <laughs> trapped in the flames or they're falling <clears throat> to the death below. OK, so not funny. Uh, well, oh, go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say this. This alley. There's like an alley where they jumped out and it's on Google Maps. It's called Death Alley. OK, so that was like, a spoiler. Oh, okay, cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. No, I'm thinking it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where we are anymore. Okay. After this tragedy, fire prevention reforms were put in place so a disaster of this scale would hopefully never happen again. The Iroquois was rebuilt after the fire and reopened as the Colonial Theater before being demolished in 1924. It was replaced by a 5,000-seat theater known for decades as the Oriental Theater, the theater mostly showed films until falling into disrepair in the 70s and closing for more than a decade in 1981. The theater was then renovated and outfitted for live performances. In 1998, the theater reopened and presented the Chicago premieres of Ragtime, a pre-Broadway run of The Addams Family, and mm. a several-year run of Wicked. Mm. I cannot wait to get to the Wicked part because I had a huge epiphany with this episode. Okay, In, oh. ni- in 2019, the name was changed to commemorate James Niederlander, the creator of Broadway in Chicago. So yeah, that's the story. That's the story. It's obviously so so sad. Uh, it's so tragic in how preventable it was. How many lives are lost? It's just, it's it's also one of those. I will say it's also one of those like, that's one of the first haunted things that I learned about Chicago when we moved here. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of people like know the story of <coughs> of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, totally. Um, and it like started fire codes all over the world. Which is yes. so cool. And fire escapes and like testing mm-hmm. fire escapes, making sure you had them, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, also, random, this is like more on like the ghost side of things. But mm-hmm. like I do feel like when a lot of people know the story, 
uh, and a lot of people tell this story and a lot of people believe in this story, it fuels like the energy of that place. Like the haunted energy of that place. Do you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like, and because this is like such like a widely known, at least like locally in Chicago, like yeah. because everyone knows it, like I feel as if that fuels the. Oh, the oh, I see. You yeah, like the mean? haunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like all the energy extra... surrounding it. Yeah. And put on it. Yeah, put towards it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, agreed. Okay, so moving on to the haunting section. The alleyway behind the theater functioned as a temporary morgue after the fire, nicknamed, quote unquote, Death Alley. Uh, As Lena mentioned, uh, we are, Google lists the alley actually as that on their Mm -hmm. maps. So if you like Mm -hmm. Google Death Alley, it will, it will bring you to that alley. And also something else. Go ahead. You go. Oh, I just was going to say I walk through or used to at least before, um, COVID, <laughs> I forgot what it was called for a second. COVID. Um, um, I used to walk through that alley every day to go to work. Yes, yes, you did through the and through the ghosts. Also, I learned that the city, like somewhat recently, like within the past few years, added like art artwork in the alley and like added lights in the alley to like counteract the sort of reputation that it started having mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. they're trying to like spice up your life kind of like make it pretty and like uh get rid of the death alley connotation but i mean they should really just email google about it at this point <laughs> yeah. because no matter what they do physically to the alley it will always be listed as death alley on google so uh, it's also the stage door of the nederlander so people are like always waiting out there with programs and stuff exact exactly and <laughs> so we're gonna get into that um the general hauntings of the alley include people hearing strange sounds feeling cold spots and experiencing a dark feeling while in the alley Others report apparitions, most often a one of a crying child, perhaps the spirit of one of the 212 children killed in the fire, question mark. Some feel more violent entities with feelings of being touched or even pushed in the alleyway. Oof. The Nederlander is also part of Weird Chicago Tours and the co-owner of the tour company, Ken Melvoinberg. Melvoinberg? Yeah thoughts okay ken melvoyenberg said that he and his tour groups get more incidents of quote-unquote activity at the theater than at almost any other site on the tour leah also included a quote from him that says quote not all of the places that we talked about that are reputedly haunted do we believe actually are but this is one of the places that i think is end quote why First else all, he's just outing himself? <laughs> like all the places are not haunted. <laughs> I was literally just going to say that. I I do find it disappointing to know and like to hear from the co-owner of week of weird Chicago tours to say that like whatever. Okay, uh mm-hmm. what's his name? Ken. Um he also has Ken. he also has conducted activities both inside the theater and in the alleyway and has caught photographic anomalies and ghost light images ghost ghost light ghost like images in photos taken in the alley and quote-unquote shadow people in the theater scary i will say that i have never um felt a presence (laughs) so when you're walking the alley you don't feel anything no i don't think so do you even feel like fear of like humans in the alley or you just kind of like snow whiting it through that alley yeah I'm pretty pretty fearless. For, so. More carefree, I'd say. I'd say more carefree. Uh, okay, so you actually, that's a good question. So you have not felt anything weird in the alley? 
Not, no, not that I can think of. Wig, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who has felt something weird in the alley? Hmm. On a who? gas tire. Oh, no. Do you know who on a gas tire is? Don't read ahead. I see you reading ahead, girl. Do not read ahead. No, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, this is very important. Okay, you read ahead. You read ahead. Your face says it all. You read ahead. <laughs> on a gas tire is she's the woman who played like she did the the shreddy balls thing on SNL. She's absolutely hilarious. You know who that is. Look up a picture of her right now. Please look up everyone at home. Look up a picture of that what of her right now. Shreddy. On a gas tire. A N A G A S T E Y E R. She is oh. one of the. Oh, she I know I'm about to (gasps) Leah is about to blow our minds because she originated Alphaba in the Chicago production of Wicked. Did you know that? Great. No, I I love absolutely zero idea. I knew she could sing because like it it just I don't know. I somehow I SNL skits or whatever. She sings Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I knew she I don't know. She could sing like like Alphaba open open as Alphaba in the residency of Wicked in Chicago. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. That's wild. Okay, Anna. she's such a queen. Okay, so anyway. Uh, so she often signed autographs in the alley just in after the shows. And she would describe the alley as one of the worst places she's ever intuited. And she described it as, quote unquote, truly terrible. One night after a performance on December 30th, the anniversary of the fire at the theater, Anna was going back to her dressing room and heard a child's voice. She turned the corner and saw mm-hmm. a woman and two children in mm-hmm. turn-of-the-century winter clothing. <laughs> she said that they had a calming energy as if they belonged there. Oh. But she also said that there was a profound sadness about them. I will trust Anna Gasteyer with my life. Yeah, me if, too. Like, I, literally, if Anna Gasteyer, like, I can't think of an example right now, but like, if she just like, came up to me and like, asked me to do something completely absurd that might involve risking my life, I would do it. I me trust too. her. And for her to say that she saw these people, bona fide. Mm-hmm. Ghosts are real. Ghosts yeah. are absolutely Confirmed. real. Confirmed. Yeah. Even though I didn't know who you were, Anna, before. I mean, I did. Just not your name. <laughs> She's definitely listening, too. Direct so I'm address. Glad. Yeah. To I'm, glad. To I'm happy to hear the direct address. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, okay, so they turned. they The ghosts, the three figures, the two children and the, the woman, they turned the corner and Anna tried to follow them, but they had disappeared. Anna is also quoted about her experience saying, quote, people spend their whole lives waiting for ghosts. They should spend more time in theaters because they're there, end quote. Mm. Never was there ever a perfect quote to start Ghost Light yeah. as a series we because theaters are haunted Light. as hell. Oh, mama. Let's make it happen. She sounds like mm-hmm. a believer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, she's probably somewhat accessible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll hit her up on, on uh, DMs on Insta in a minute. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Finally, Leah writes, if any theater was going to be haunted, it's got to be the one built on the site of 600 violent deaths. And mm-hmm. Leah, I have to agree. Um, and not only like was all the energy, all that like really the tragedy itself like has a collected sort of like horrific energy around it, really like dark energy around it. But also like like an hour before when everyone was stoked to be there, 2000 people like families, it looks like, you know, like. Just like people there to have a good time, super excited to see the show with pe- with two thousand other people. So there's like just a cacophony of emotions there that mm-hmm. I think probably add to the sort of energy of that space. Yeah, That's so sad. Do you, did it did the actor die? Do you know Eddie Foy? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really good question. 
I I would assume I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Especially since he was like trying to calm the audience down. Like, sounds yeah, like it sounded like, 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 like he was like... trying to come in clutch with like a some damage control or something. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, sounds like some Titanic musicians. What is that? Oh my god, the band played on. That's yeah. Eddie Foy, Mama. Band played on. Um, okay, so that just about wraps up the theater history and theater hauntings of the Nederlander. And now it's time to get into some bonus content. This is our bonus content of the episodes where we add additional sort of uh, folklore or legends or other ghostly sightings and hauntings into our episodes. And this week, Leo wrote about the SS Eastland disaster, also located in Chicago, Illinois. Do you know about this, Lena? No, I I don't. Okay, well, buckle up. I know a little bit about it because I... Um, went on a tour, went on mm. a tour night, and mm-hmm. I learned about a it. crime tour, a crime tour. Um, yes. And so often thought of as Chicago's Titanic, the SS Eastland was a passenger ship that in 1915 rolled onto its side and sank into the Chicago river before it even left the dock. 844 <laughs> passengers were killed in front of horrified onlookers. So many Okay. So I, so I knew about the story because I learned about the tour, right? And it's actually like a really, it's a really fucked up thing that happened. Like I know that a lot of, so for instance, a lot of the mostly women died because not only are their clothes like heavy as hell, but like when you add water to that, it's like double the, double the weight. And not only that, but like the clothes were also super like, you know, it's like all intricate tied and like hard to undo and like corsets and everything. So like Mm -hmm. getting them out of those clothes was like nearly impossible. So that's like so, so sad. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's pretty dark. Um, and I also Googled it because I was curious. The Chicago River at its de- deepest point is only 21 feet deep. And like obviously it's deep enough to drown. Like any amount of water is deep mm-hmm. enough to drown in a way. But I don't know. That's like kind of shallow. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, basically. Not if you're in a corset and pounds and pounds of cloth, I guess. Period. Period. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and I'm sure like, you know, men died too. But I'm just saying. Like, right. I can't imagine like with all those clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Today, pedestrians walking by the site of the disaster report hearing splashing or screams only to find that the water is completely calm and that no one appears to be in trouble. Like oh. there's no one in the water. Like that's so scary. It's pretty freaky. Right. So I think scary. about it Drowning? every time. Drowning right. just seems like the worst too. Like it honestly most. does. Like, I think I'd mm-hmm. rather be dark, but like, I think I'd rather be like, you know, like catch on fire. Mm. Really? I don't know. That would be bad too. Pretty I'm much any choose tragic neither. death. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, She's Uh dying in my sleep. (laughs) Others see ghostly faces peering up at them from the water below. And the ship was sold to the Navy. So this is what I didn't know. This they did not cover this on the tour, but Mm. the ship was reportedly sold to the Navy after the disaster. And the new captain would often be woken up in the middle of the night by moaning sounds and loud crashes crashes on the ship. Oh my god. So I guess what's kind of unclear is like if the ship sank. Yeah, I think it just it? tipped over. Should I think it just tipped over. So I think maybe they're able to like bring it back up and like tow it out and like, and, like refurbish it or something. Yeah. Even though they well, couldn't save 870. Yeah. Wait, how does the ship just tip over? I don't remember. I feel like we probably should have researched that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand like the mechanics of, of ships. So I guess... Yeah, I mean, something went wrong, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And it tipped. And 
I know like people were trying to get out and they couldn't because obviously the boat was like on top of them and on top of that mm. their heavy clothing just got it oh my god it's so scary so scary mm-hmm. but also okay this is also really dark but I think I actually I girl I think I told you this story like when I went on the tour like we had to have been downtown once because I always think mm. about now when I'm on the river I'm like what if like you saw like an amulet or something like bubble to the top because what <gasps> I don't know is like what? they're what year what year was this again 19 um 1915 they didn't have like did they have did they have scuba de- scuba gear scuba I have no gear? idea I mean I have no idea because did they just leave the bodies at the bottom of the river oh I don't know That's but that reminds fucked. me it, it is but it reminds me I somehow like saw this thing about how many bodies are at the bottom of Lake Michigan <gasps> And it's like astounding. Like there's thousands and thousands because of like shipwrecks and also just like drownings and like just everything. It's like wild. That is scary. That is really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like part of me thinks like, but what's even scarier is the fact that like they drowned in like 20 feet deep of water. I've they been in swimming pools. I don't know. I've been in swimming out. pools that are like 13 feet deep and like everyone would like, go down the bottom, and, like touch the bottom. So it's like, you'd think that like they'd go down there and like, I don't know, 20 feet is deep. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But it's I'm also 1915, like, yeah, and shortly before people were throwing their poop out the window. <laughs> so, really, really, we can't, can't yeah. be sure. <laughs> uh, so, needless to say, Chicago has a lot of tragic history and a whole lot of ghosties. That being said, I do actually want to, th- if I could just air out one grievance, there are no ghost tours in this city. And every October, I there are zero. There are no zero. ghost tours. There are maybe like one Chicago? or two. None. And I don't get it. Like, like I know that there's one. I saw there's one like with like, it's like a Pedway tour and a drag queen hosts it. Like fun, super fun, campy. Fun. But like, I want some like organized ghost tours because everywhere yeah. else I've lived in my entire life has very organized ghost tours. So I don't know yeah, if we're like. Chicago would. The, but like, you know why? You know why? It's because everyone's focused on crime and mobs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is interesting. But also guess what? It's not interesting to me. <laughs> because. <laughs> Like, give me the ghost stories. I don't need to know about Al Capone or whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, it just seems weird that, like, they wouldn't have any. Yeah. It's, yeah. We'll work on it. We'll get a yeah. ghost light. We should, <gasps> what? Oh, my God. What? Mama, if this podcast pops off and we end up having our own ghost light, <laughs> we'll ghost do a light tour. tour. There we go. There just we theaters. go. That is fun. I mean, I feel fun. like every theater is haunted no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that just about wraps up this episode on the Needlelander here in Chicago. Our first episode of Ghost Light. Yeah. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week when we cover the new Amsterdam Theater on the Broadway. Also, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other CTC podcasts as well. If you would like to further support our podcast, please rate us and leave us a review on whichever listening platform you use. It helps a ton, not only with the content we create, but also helps the podcast out on the charts. Finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at ghostlightctc. And should you have any spooky stories you would like to share, theater related or not, feel free to send them our way to ghostlightctc at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. And don't forget to leave the light on. Leave the light on. <laughs> <laughs>